1996. I think it was Stravinsky who said the one thing which there's no equivalent in any other idiom is, is the melodic line. And that is the most elusive and magical thread that's the unique thing about music. I use a voice because it's the only instrument really left that I can play with any dexterity. But what human voice has is a versatility that is to do with textures created by various combinations of consonants and vowels. No other instrument can even get anywhere near it. I think one of the reasons why I liked jazz so much when I was little compared with classical music was jazz had that link with the human voice, with speech patterns. And I found that very moving, the vocalisation of instruments. I mean, in a very simple way, like the way Duke Ellington's trombones would do this, all that sort of thing. There's there's two sets of uh, mannerisms which are taken on... uh, People start singing in popular culture there, the use of an American accent. And uh, in uh, posh culture, they're what you do with vowels and consonants. So, for example, at school, when you're singing hymns, there's this terrific push which you see in choirs around the country to enunciate in a particular way. There are certain vowels which are, well, soon enough, they're called diphthongs when you've got ow, or you can't say ow, it's ah and ooh, it's ah, ooh. So if you're going round in proper posh English singing, you have to go round, round, and you have to do this very clear ah, with a, and then clear d- at the end, which is almost like light as a T, but nevertheless there. That is actually for choir singing and posh singing perfect. Unfortunately, it makes you sound like a complete prat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not class warfare it's just a fact as it were whose job is meant to be collecting taxes they've given up on that what they're doing is asset stripping their own country. in the memoir of the man who invented the euro bond a banker called ian fraser a really interesting guy and a great memoir he says that the money that paid for the first issue of euro bonds was 80 percent what he called belgian dentists ordinary european tax evaders and 20% fallen South American dictators. So that alliance between the naughty money and the evil money was baked in at the very beginning. It's everyone who was evading scrutiny, whoever they were. It's a totally morals-free instrument. It just, if you want to evade scrutiny, this is what you want. I love the thought that the Belgian dentists and the South American dictators, that's the alliance yeah. you need to watch out for. It's the alliance that broke the world. These are words that sock us between the eyes, the ears, or the teeth, that are associated with movement and sensory experience. But words can also contain quieter, subtler pleasures, harmonies between meaning and shape or sound. I've long been charmed by the fact elbow has a hinge in the middle, just like my arm. Antal D introduces a tiny shiver of darkness into delight. Here's Eudora Welty again, describing her first awareness of what it means to really savour a word. At around age six, perhaps, I was standing by myself in our front yard waiting for supper, just at that hour in a late summer day when the sun is already below the horizon and the risen full moon in the visible sky stops being chalky and begins to take on light. There comes the moment, and I saw it then, when the moon goes from flat to round, For the first time, it met my eyes as a globe. The word moon came into my mouth as though fed to me out of a silver spoon. Held in my mouth, the moon became a word. 
It had the roundness of a Concord grape Grandpa took off his vine and gave me to suck out of its skin and swallow whole. Four, twelve, fifty-six.